You are now listening to the I Should Have Captain podcast. Double Game Week 22 incoming, and I plan to captain Harry Kane. Another one time for Game Week 22. Did my best to hold off recording until as close to getting all the press conferences as possible, but also giving as much time to be able to listen to the podcast before the Game Week begins. All right, let's blitz through right through it uh, in terms of captain choices. Uh, Harry Kane against Arsenal and Leicester in a double Game Week. These are his two favourite teams to score against traditionally. Uh, the North London Derby, of course, being one of the most um, the more interesting games and more important games to Tottenham. Harry Kane generally scores a lot in them. And against Leicester, he scores the most of any team he has played against in the Premier League. So that puts him firmly in my sights as a captaincy option. If these are the two teams he scores against the most, why not captain him? Other options would be Cristiano Ronaldo. There is some doubts around his uh, in his fitness status. Um, it was said that in on the Thursday, he left training early. However, in today's press conference by Rangnick, he said he, sh- he should be fine. And I'll get back to that somewhat shortly. Emmanuel Dennis plays Newcastle and Burnley, two of the worst teams in terms of defensively uh, defensive um, output. And Watford have been scoring quite well against bottom teams. So that puts Dennis as an option. If you don't want to go Dennis, of course, you can go King. However, the Burnley game, their first game against Leicester has been postponed because there is COVID at the Burnley camp. So I am worried about Watford's ability to play that Burnley game in the later part of Game of 22. But it's very possible that they could all recover in time for game week 22. So I'm going to avoid personally. But if you want to certainly go for a punt on Dennis or Josh King, certainly wouldn't be crazy. In terms of alternatives, I've got Lukaku against Manchester City and Brighton. Of course, Manchester City is one of the best teams in Europe. And of course, defensively are solid. However, I think Lukaku has what it takes to show that team that he's serious um, he's scored quite recently and of course he's been brought back from um the the um what do i say the interview debacle where on sky he went and talked about um not wanting to leave inter which is just very strange but anyways uh madison then becomes the only other option from a initially i thought about madison as a double game week choice because he was playing burnley and spurs also because he was one of the most prolific midfielders in that Leicester midfield recently. Um, now that there's no double game week, he plays only Spurs. And that gives me something to think about again. The other options, if you can, if you do not want to do Madison since they've lost one of their double game weeks, you could go for an Everton player since they play Norwich. Norwich are just abysmally poor in defense. They're the worst team defensively. You could also go Jared Bowen, of course, our hero from last game week. He plays Leeds this time and he could very well, out of uh, a double game week where a bunch of teams are playing twice, he could very well do an exceedingly uh, an exceedingly good amount of points in just the single game against Leeds, as we saw 21 points altogether from the previous game week. In terms of worst defenses, let's look at them. Since December the 18th, you've got Norwich as the worst defense in the league, followed by Leicester. Palace, West Ham, Newcastle, and Brentford. Brentford, something I want to highlight. These are obviously XG 
uh, specific. But in terms of goals conceded, you see Norwich have conceded 10, Leicester conceded 6, Palace conceded 6, West Ham conceding 6, Newcastle conceding 5, and Brentford conceding 8 goals in that span. So as you can tell, um, a number of games have happened and some people have missed games, of course, because of COVID. But um, the, the goal here is, can we still see what are the worst defenses and can we um, take a punt against them? Already talked about I uh, already talked about uh, Watford who are taking on Newcastle. So Newcastle again showing up as one of the worst defences. Keep in mind, Newcastle have added Trippier on the right side, not right in the centre. And Newcastle are actually looking to transfer in more defenders this window. So something to keep an eye on as well. Uh, while we're talking about Newcastle, they've also brought in Chris Wood, which has now significantly worsened Burnley. And... As you can imagine, Burnley is also fighting relegation. So if you weaken your arrival and you now have players to play against Watford, that just makes your situation much, much better on the Newcastle side. So hopefully that means better, um, for example, set pieces protection because Wood is amazing in the air. Obviously they can score on the other side as well, but hopefully on the other side, um, Newcastle are able to better defend with a striker of Chris Wood's caliber. In terms of ability to score, the best teams for scoring in the most recent games. You've got Manchester City, who should have scored 10.44 goals, scoring 13. Spurs have underperformed the XG. They should have scored 10 goals, scored only 7. So that tells you about how um, part of why I want to captain Harry Kane. I think they've just improved into the underlying numbers. And Spurs are just a much better team now with Antonio Conte. West Ham at 9.5 and scored 11 goals. Arsenal at 7.4, scored 10 one shocking stat for me was Liverpool should have scored six, ended up scoring only four. Part of it, of course, being Salah missing that penalty, but it is what it is. Chelsea at 5.7 and scoring only uh, scoring six goals. So a little bit of a, a overperformance there, but still, those are the best teams in terms of scoring recently. So that's part of why I've talked about Harry Kane already, who is obviously from Spurs, already touched on Jared Bowen from West Ham, um, and talked about Lukaku from Chelsea. You could also go Mason Mount, of course, if you want to try a Chelsea player. He does play twice. Of course, they're playing two of the better defenses in Manchester City and Brighton, who is average in the, in the league. But still, it's Chelsea. Should be able to find a way to score at least even one or two. That should be enough. All right. When we look at, um, let's blitz through the uh, press conference, which is why we were holding off. And maybe we'll just take some quick quotes around what was happening for game 22. All right. From West Ham side. Um, David Moyes is hoping to get that Thomas Suchek or Noble in time for Sunday, but couldn't confirm since the, the two of them had injuries or COVID. Uh, Kurzuma has resumed training. Brentford side, uh, Thomas Frank said uh, Sergio Canos and Rico Henry should be available for the Liverpool game on Sunday. So Canos is back in training and Henry will have to be assessed to see if he's fit enough to start or not. Spurs side, Antonio Conte confirmed that Eric Dyer is out of the North London Derby. He has a, a little muscular problem, so Dyer is out. And they're also checking for one other possible case of COVID, but that's as far as we know. Aston Villa side, of course, they've confirmed uh, Luca Dean and Philippe Coutinho are available for, uh, for selection. They were transferred over um, from Barcelona and from Everton, respectively. And they should be available for selection against Manchester United. If you saw the United game against Aston Villa in the FA Cup, you know that Aston Villa should have gotten something out of the game. But still, it doesn't matter if you can't score. Now they've added Coutinho and Luca Dean uh, for firepower. So hopefully, we'll see something interesting there. Wolves side, there's no news injury. There's no new injury news. and confirm that everybody's available for Wolves from last time out at United. So Wolves are more than fine. 
Keep in mind, Wolves, by the way, very, very good defensively. One of the best defenses in the league, just conceding very minimal goals, one at the most. So keep that in mind on the Wolves side. Manchester City, uh, Pep said, some players are coming back. Some people are positive again. When you test once, twice negative, you come back otherwise. So you stay home and isolate. So we have some new cases. He didn't specify who the cases were, but he said there were some. Uh, rough ranking on uh, Ronaldo, Jones, Sanchez, and Maguire. So Cristiano trained yesterday. Harry the day before, of course, talking about Maguire. And we have to wait for the final training session this afternoon. So this is this Friday. But it seems right now they should be available. So that puts Ronaldo firmly in, uh, firmly available to be selected. So we'll keep an eye out on that one. Um, it's risky, but we have to do what we have to do. I think they're going to stick with Ronaldo anyways. All right, Marco Bielsa talk, talking about his own squad. It's probable that Pascal Skruik, Rodrigo, and Bamford are options to return. It'd be great to see Bamford back. It's been a while after he injured himself celebrating just after coming back from injury. Strange one. All right, Chelsea side. No news, which is maybe good news. Trevor Chalabar is out. Ben Chilwell is out. Rich James is out. We have one positive case of COVID, of course, with Andreas Christensen. He is also out for the game. So those are the injuries from Chelsea. Southampton side. Liramento and Will Smallbone are still out with injuries. El Yanusi and Theo Walcott are out with COVID. Um, Walker Peters is back and Thierry Small is back. Newcastle, Eddie Howe confirmed that Chris Wood is ready to play this weekend, but Newcastle still have some COVID cases and will be testing today. Jamal Lewis and Paul Domez are edging closer to return. Liverpool signed, as far as I know, this is Klopp speaking. As far as I know, no real injuries. Robbo, Virgil, Millie got knocks, but last night, directly after the game, the medical department told me all will be fine. But there's a night between then and now, so we will see. Those were the quotes from Jurgen Klopp. Benitez with Everton, at the moment, not available because of injury is Tom Davis. Anyone, everyone was on the pitch yesterday or they were training. At the moment, they are fine. It is up to us to decide who can be available for this game. So that puts everybody over at Everton available except Tom Davies. Uh, over at Leicester, Brendan Runner says, Leicester are in a much better position on the injury slash illness front. Luke Thomas, Patson Daka, Kiernan Dursby Hall, Kagla Shoyonku and James Justin are all set and available. Of course, their game against Burnley has been postponed, but you can imagine it's great news to hear that a bunch of players for Leicester are now available. Brighton side. Graham Potter says Lewis Dunk will not be involved in the Palace game on Friday, so he won't return to the team until Sunday. Um, the second game against Chelsea is a possibility, but um, certainly not available for the primary game against Palace. Crystal Palace, speaking of, uh, Patrick Bear com confirmed that James Tompkins and James MacArthur are out of tomorrow's game against Brighton. MacArthur still has a long way to go and will remain out for a few weeks. And the last one, Watford, Emmanuel Dennis, Ben Foster, Kiko Femenia, and Christian Cabaselli have all returned to training. And the Hornets said they will be assessed for a decision as to whether they will be involved at the weekend. So that puts Emmanuel Dennis firmly in sights. Most likely going to play. I don't imagine there's a, bit, a scenario where you can play Dennis and they won't play him. All right, boys and girls, that is everything you need to know. Going into game 22, may the green arrow be ever in your favor. Catch you on the other side of the double game. Goodbye.